Classic. 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 Welcome back to the Classic Wolfpack. This is your host, Robin Jackson, and today we have my good friend all the way from Oklahoma. He is the owner and the CEO of Dead Capital Productions. Here he is, Joshua Lee Boyd. What up, brother? What's yo, yo, going yo, what on, up? baby? Damn. <laughs> yeah. Sexy ass. What are we talking about? What? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh, uh, can you tell my listeners who you are and what you do? Um, well, I'm the best there is. That's no, fine. Uh, well, my name is Joshua Lee Nevacoya Boyd. Um, I'm the owner of Dead Capital Productions. Um, I do a lot of filming, uh, photography. Um, I am just all around badass, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, um, a little bit. What do I do? I, I film. I shoot a lot of music videos for uh, different artists. Uh, lately, I've been working with uh, mainly uh, one real hustler artist and Sap God. Give a shout out to him. But, yeah. So, um, what got you into yeah, filmmaking? Bro. Filming. Well, it all it all started when I was a kid, bro. Mm-hmm. Um. When I was a kid, my mom, um, she gave me one of her old cameras and uh, me and my um, my friends and all my family, we just started shooting crazy ass, crazy ass videos. Um, a lot of comical stuff. You know, I can look back at it and probably just laugh. And then we did a lot of um, crazy, our own crazy stunts. And we, had, we were really, uh, I guess, in our in the kid's sense, technical, I don't know. But um, yeah, from there, um, it just became something I always wanted to do, you know, even work with Claymation. Um, I made my own little videos of that. Um, pretty much as I got older, um, I got more cameras and I started filming. And then I eventually, you know, uh, went to the Institute of American Indian Arts, where I studied new media and photography. And when I in there, I really fell in love with photography. I, I found it as a true art, and I found it a real beautiful form of art, you know. And um, I learned a lot, you know. And like um, when life happened, and you know, became a single father, and I, you know, put a lot of that stuff on hold. And as time went on, you know, um, I really had a knack for um, creating video and editing videos, and you know, also when I, was, I made in one hour. A student film documentary uh, back when I was in IA. Uh, I don't put it out there yet, but uh, because there's stuff I can't use, it's a student film. So, but I had a lot of fun with it and a lot of editing hours I put into it, and it turned out to be really, really good. And um, from there, you know, I, I knew I had something. And um, these past couple of years, you know, um, uh, before uh, my mom had passed. In 20, 2020, December 17th, um, I was supposed to record some old stories. I was supposed to say, tell me 
Yeah. Um, but what she wanted to share, I should say. And um, I didn't get that chance. And, you know, and because of the, the camera that I had, it wasn't compatible with, you know, software today. And, you know, it, it really was. Um, and then the stuff I had to get for it, and I just, I just didn't have the uh, means or, you know, at the time. And um, I really, after she passed, I really, you know, regretted that. And I realized, you no, know, I wanted to get into film to capture these moments, you know, of um, of not only like history, but of just people in general and um, be a part of, you know, trying to uh, remember our history of Native people. You know, I, I could have had all this stuff and, you know, I, I'm still planning to and I still have projects I'm working on. And that's what really got me filming is, you know, I when after my mom passed, I really realized, you know, I need to pick up my camera and, you know, start filming you know, all these elders and their stories so that it could be passed on, you know, down to us, you know, down to our kids. So that one day they could look back at it and be like, hey, you know, like all these stories that still will still go on because, you know, something that I did. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, because me and Josh go back. We go back like 13 years back in our past and we've grown to like have conversations and full conversations and we have a messenger with all of our friends and it's our group we call the goons and with josh you know with with josh you know with all this growth that he's doing now i know i explained it at the other podcast and josh is like like one of our uh mascots for the goon squad (laughs) that's kidding (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But he's been Probably he's too. <laughs> squad. Anyways, he was, he's he's really <laughs> that, man. Anyway, for us. But yeah, going back, yeah, um, Josh is like the chef at IA, making us those gourmet meals <laughs> in that lunchroom. But, but yeah, I used to see yeah. Josh all the time. I also um, have <laughs> what? Damn. What'd you say? I also have three years of culinary arts. <laughs> three years of culinary arts? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. You didn't tell me that. I was in, yeah, I did. Well, I oh, did man. back in high school, went to a place called Kawakawa Tech, and I did three years of culinary arts. Oh, dang. Can you explain that? How your, uh, your, um, can you explain your, your whole schooling or not whole schooling, but how it was back then being a culinary arts student. Hmm. Well, when I first started going to that school, I really uh, wanted to be like a weld in the welding class, but it was all full. And I was like, man, you know, then um, I seen that culinary arts was um, had needed uh, people in there, our students. I should say and you know I decided to give it a shot and when I got there you know it was it was a lot of hands-on um cooking and you know every almost every day we had to get a recipe and create that recipe and um or you just write about it but usually I, me and another um another um student or I went to Riverside with we um both you know were one of the main ones that were really cooking in the um kitchen and had a lot of good times and a lot of fun it was a lot of fun um i i have that's where i learned to really cook and uh, master a craft and 
and pretty much just did three three years of it, and yeah, it was that's pretty fun. Oh, uh, yeah, I learned to make a, well, <laughs> a lot of gourmet meals, yeah, and um, uh, we worked with um, a lot of the things I worked with, um, was you know, um, pretty much working with like cooking fish and steaks. I, I was that was a uh, that was fun, it was yeah, it was good. Like with that, like going back to Riverside, I know you're like one of the, uh, one, not one of the, but you're, didn't you go to school with Dukon at, uh, at Riverside, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Riverside Indian boarding school. Yeah. So we went, I was just uh, high school together. Um, me and Charles Harris, aka Dukon Harris, uh, aka the champ. Um, part of the goon squad well um yeah we went to school together and uh, we played football and um together and um we dormed together and roomed together you know um but he's my brother by blood and um he's um uh, yeah we, we spent a lot of time there and uh it was pretty much just a whole in school um, full of Indian kids and talking about you know crazy times and you know Something that grew part of us, and after we got out of school, you know, it always stuck stuck with us forever. Still, still with us, you know. What's the crazy time that you had there at uh, Riverside? One of the craziest stories <sighs> that you had, man. Oh crap! A lot of craziest time. I was. I know you were back. You were That's a, a hard stud one back in the day, huh? <laughs> what I said, you were a stud back in the day. Little, little, Shit. <laughs> maybe little problem child, <laughs> little junior. <laughs> God dang, yeah, we were, uh, we were in, at that time, we were damn into like punk rock and stuff like that. And we were just little, um, punks on the campus, you know, and starting shit. And, you know, it was being kind of wild. And, you know, we were kids. And also, we all, we both skated. You know, and, um, something that we always stuck with us, you know, and, um, yeah, man, like, um, some of the craziest times is, uh, this one time I got, I got in a fight with this one kid and, um, they all, all started like, damn, man, I'm trying to think all started over, uh, slap boxing. And then like, he hit me, <laughs> I hit him and he got all pissed off about it. So he hit me again. And I was like, Oh shit. And then like door matrix and stuff came out and, they were getting ready to go back to the dorms. I got back. I went as we walked back to the dorm, and I'm like, I told uh, Duke on, I'm like, man, I'm getting ready to fight this dude. You know, and like I said his name, and and he's like, what, really? Like, yeah, man. And like, so anyways, we uh, he's like, all right, all right. And he <laughs> we went up to our room, and there was this vacant uh, room right next to ours. And so he said, all right, take your shirt off, and took my shirt off, and then uh, said a prayer, and we. Uh, did something and then uh i went to the room was all right we're right back and i was in the room for like a moment like for a minute by myself and then all of a sudden like i guess he went around the dorm telling everybody there's gonna fight and uh i remember um also i seen all these other uh people come in <laughs> they all came in and i started surrounding the room i'm like oh shit and then like uh and uh i see like one my cousin doug he damn got on top of a, a locker and he sat up there and all these people waiting, and here comes uh, Charles. He's like, "Yeah, 
<laughs> and um, and I was like, oh shit! And so I, I started getting mindset and getting ready. Yeah. And then um, then here comes that guy walking in with his little tank crew, and he was acting all bad. And I was just sitting there, ready, looks looking at him, and I wasn't really even thinking. I was just saying, all right, let's do this. And he put his hands up, and then um, then we started going at it. Like um, it was it was kind of a big blur too at the same time. Yeah. And uh, freaking uh, I remember um. My fist hitting the wall and I hit the lights and the lights went off, and I just I just heard like that and then uh, cheeks. Next thing you know, it uh, someone turned the lights back on, and I was I was fucking hitting them and um, then uh, everyone was like yelling around and uh, Duke was like uppercut him uppercut him and freaking uh, I didn't do that I just I grabbed his head and I started like <laughs> I started kneeing him in the face and then. Uh, kind of backed up and like um i kind of uh threw him like kind of middle we kind of wrestled for a good minute and i kind of uh kind of uh pushed him into the middle of the room he kind of stumbled a little bit and i went over there and i just kind of went bam hit, hit him right in the face then i got in the corner and i started noticing he was kind of swaying back and forth Damn. and then uh freaking um uh i was like oh crap go i was trying to go for the knockout and uh, I started hitting the back of his head, and he had, he had like dreads and stuff. And then uh, that's when, that's when uh, someone goes, "That's enough." And I guess uh, those dorm matron coming to check the rooms, and this one guy, uh, his name was Elijah. He's like, he was big as hell, like muscle wise, you know. Like he grabbed me and he just fucking just pulled me back, and uh, I was like, "Whoa!" And then like uh, all of a sudden, my whole like football buddies, and everything, they kind of they kind of uh, locked me off. Yeah, and uh, they're going like, "Get the fuck out of here!" And then like, he was telling that guy, and like, I seen blood all over my hands, and I looked, I looked, there was blood all over my uh, jeans and stuff. I'm like, what the hell? So I was checking my face, and then it was nothing. And I looked at him, and his face was all bloody, and I was just like, "Oh shit!" Oh, and then like, it was blood all over the ground, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And that's when uh, I had a friend. His name was Monster, and like, uh, I guess that door matron was come, about to come in. Fuck, he got his jacket. He fucked up all that blood. I'm like, fuck, it's gross. And then uh, uh, we all kind of split up for a second. And, like, uh, I got away with it, man. Like, if, if they would have found we were fighting, I probably wouldn't have any transition. And transition is a basically a boot camp for the campus if you get in trouble. If you get in trouble, you have to wear army khakis and make you do drills and shit and all that. So, yeah, yeah that, that was a pretty jacket. crazy time. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Then poor guy. How about right now? You do you still talk to him, or do you even know? Or after that, did you guys? Was that the guy? Yeah. Um. No. No. Like, cause he was a friend, sort of, so to speak. And uh, after that, man, he, he didn't talk to me at all. He was a damn. Every time he walked by me, he put his head down. Mm. And it sucked because I was like, damn. We're kind of cool together and shit. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So after that, man, like he was kind of just shamed out or something. But you know. But after that, I haven't I hadn't talked to him at all. Really? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It was after that. He just it was nothing. But uh, he was trying to act bad too. So he didn't play. I didn't think I could fight. But I'm just. I showed him. He thought he was in control. Was How wrong he was. And he was supposed. To- be like a, you're supposed to be like a, the best boxer or something because we had a, we had a boxing crew there. I don't know. 
I remember back yeah. at IA, it was man. The crazy, one of the craziest times. <laughs> Josh. I remember back in IA when we had that uh, the whole little um, fight club in my dorm room. And everybody was like uh, really? wrestling around, doing their jujitsu in there. Everybody oh, yeah, was, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> me and uh Charles and uh me and Charles and uh, Russell were talking about that the other day when um I think uh Dukon went against uh Shane that was there at the at the dorm room and I think I think me and you wrestled for a little bit, no? You got choked out. Shit, yeah right. Uh, I don't I don't know. I think I wrestled with Russ and it was like even. No, it wasn't even. Like, I was trying to get him. It was even. No, Russell choked you it was out. Even. You got I remember no one won. I remember specifically no one won. And I was yeah. just like, all right. <laughs> Russell won. <laughs> you got your back. But he did. He did win. Yes, he did. Not even. Mm-hmm. I remember that because it was like, I was all tired. I was like, fuck. And then no one tapped out or anything. And Russell got up and had a bunch of tears. I'm like, okay. Because <laughs> I, I remember when uh, we're... We all got together and um, me and uh, first it was me, Warren and Shane that were wrestling in my dorm room. And then after that, like everybody started to come into our dorm room and say, hey, let's go wrestle over here. And then we got to all everybody started like talking, knocking on people's doors. And all of us guys went into the dorm room. So all of us would start wrestling. And so <laughs> I remember Shane, our it was that Lance was against this one dude that was something like a, a UFC fighter or something like that with an MMA fighter or something that he was trained by. I forgot the uh, the uh, the uh, the fighter's name. What is his name? Um, Kanjadi. No, was it Kanjadi? Yeah, the uh, um, something. Um, trying to think. But he was supposed to be on like what. Oh shit! Was it was it Bellator or some shit? Uh, I don't know. I'm not too sure about that, but I know Lance. Lance is like a scrawny dude, and Lance was yeah. like a wrestler. Lance. And damn fuck, he just fucking murdered that dude and just turned him into a pretzel. <laughs> and he started getting <laughs> mad. That dude, he's like, "Oh my knee!" And he started limping away. <laughs> but the next day, he was fine. <laughs> No injury or anything. You just want to get out of it. And doing flips. <laughs> doing flips and jumping around. <laughs> Trying to play basketball with Dukon. Just got punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember that. I can't remember that. I, was, I didn't get to see it, though. I, was, I remember hearing about it, and I was like, Damn. Yeah, I heard about it after when it happened too, because I was remember I remember I was in the lunchroom and Dukon and uh, Dukon and uh, Russell were talking about it or something like that over by the the basketball courts. Dang, what happened? <laughs> so Josh, like, uh, so the moments that you had as a uh, as a uh, photographer and a Videographer, what is the best experience that you had doing it, especially with like with Sab God and doing those uh, videos with them? Best experience, man. Uh, it's got a couple. There's a couple of them. Mm. One of them is after we get done filming, it be, it became like a uh, 
not done actually during filming. Um, it became this um, almost like a partnership, man. Like our ideas flowed together, and you know, he asked me like, "What do you want to do?" And like, he was there was no resistance between both of us. And I just remember it's going, it's like the easiness of it, you know, versus other people I work with, you know, and like uh, like with our visions and stuff, and like you know, and um, it was it was like a, just a flow, some kind of just flow that just it just happened you know that was one of the really good things is you know, working with somebody who who's real open-minded and you know who wants to uh take on your vision too and um then you want to collaborate with each other and you know that's that's the thing it's collaboration when when uh we, when i do things with, with anybody you know it's um kind of ex- being accepting toward each other's ideas uh, that's what you know really uh, sticks out in my mind and um, that's what I could you know, really relate and respect on, you know, when I work with people. Mm-hmm. So with working with the Sav God, did you gain like a lot of like clout, not clout, but more experience than what you've heard or learned back in the day at IA? Uh, yes. Yes, I did. You know, uh, camera angles, camera shots, you know, uh, let's do this, let's do that. Um, yeah. Pretty much, and, and then ideas brainstorming. You know, um, we talked the other day, and like you know, we he, it, we talked one day, and like it was it was kind of after um, our uh, other pod, our last podcast, and we were really just um, just conversating and stuff, and then he's talking about his next video, and he wants to you know think outside the box and everything. You know, he doesn't want to do what everyone else is doing. He, he you know he's like you know that all this other stuff you know people do it you know it's easy and it's just the same you know he wants to do something different and so i'm like all right all right and then um this not so short after that man i, I was really thinking and listening to some of his uh his songs and then i threw an idea his way and um he accepted it because he was like oh man yeah that sounds badass and um we began to um you know talk about it and like you know he was totally accepting to my idea and I'm like, all right. So now I'm like, now I'm looking for, um, like, um, I guess you could say, like, um, not background character. I'm looking for um, actors. Um, looking for people to play in the backgrounds, and you know, um, and it's, you know, it's getting that vision, you know, started, you know, just from you know our talks and stuff, and you know, and um, with working with him. You know, it's awesome to see, you know, people see uh, the videos and stuff and they see uh, what we're doing, you know, and they're kind of amazed by, dang, you made those shots. And for me, it's like, wow, yeah, like it's just dope to see it come together. You know, it's dope to, you know, that knowing that you know, I'm behind the camera, you know, and um, that, you know, those are my shots, you know, and like this. It's, like, it's awesome that, you know, that we both, you know, kind of put that together and that, you know, we both, um, our ideas came together and, um, it's pretty much, you know, um, it just comes together and, you know, now people are noticing that and, you know, a lot of people are hitting me up about stuff and, um, and it's, it's, pretty awesome you know and like people were, were asking me to do stuff like with them like and i got another um documentary that i was that was uh kind of um approached that was pretty much 
I guess a um, a, a guy named uh, Tim Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a um, professional like weightlifter. Um, he's he's done stuff where uh, he's lifted with CT Fletcher a few times. Um, he's, he's on those. If you look up CT Fletcher and look up you know um, Comanche Warrior, um, he's on there and you'll you'll see him. And like he he. Uh, messaged me and I just got through talking to him not too long ago and uh, he wants to do a documentary on himself and you know his um, how his workout routines and his eating routines you know his, his daily life and stuff and I'm totally down with that and I'm like all right you know this will be something um, for um, Dead Capital Productions you know mm-hmm. so um, so it's it's reached to a, a point where you know it's, it's awesome you know I'm still trying to keep that flow and I'm still trying to do a lot of things you know I am, uh, I'm open to ideas and I'm, you know, I am, um, all these people are asking me uh, to do videos and, and I said, okay, then like, you know, let's see what we can do. And yeah, I'm, I am, it's pretty awesome though. I'm getting a lot of people asking me stuff. So yeah. Yeah, man. And then also I got, yeah, I got, I also got other stuff going on, like, uh, because of me filming and stuff, um, I've um I've got approached with a uh, a new job and um basically um filming and um for a multimedia uh, company and um I I don't know if I could I give him a shout out but yeah um but yeah he's uh, he pretty much is setting me up with a lot of stuff that I'll be doing in the future um for myself and for his uh multimedia company which is you know pretty pretty awesome damn and is it yeah crazy so shit man like <laughs> so right now did you get the job or you didn't get the job or you're just waiting oh yeah yeah i, I got the i got the job basically. what you, you know, got the job i'm already kind of yeah i'm already like work kind of working for him like you know, i'm already here in the studio and you know and he um you trust me with it and you know that's one thing that you know goes a long way is trust and yeah you know he knows that uh, i'm about filming and he's gonna throw me on a, a lot of projects that uh i was awesome most likely i uh, will probably be um uh traveling um a lot, a lot of it do with is gonna do with like powwows and stuff and not just powwows uh, we'll be um doing a um a native um hunting um show and I'll be the person behind the camera. Um, and he's he's got he's he's got an in with big names that are on the outdoor channel. Yeah, I guess that's what's called. And um, people channel. who are um, yeah, people who are actually on there and have shows on there. He he yeah. knows them, and he's already talked to him about it. And they actually want a native perspective of hunting. You know, he talked about how um, how um, natives just don't. We just don't use the antlers or the head, you know. We don't don't use them for the trophies or anything. And they begin to tell them about um, how you know we use the hooves, and how we use you know the buckskin, you know, and how we use the uh, the antlers for um, for sweats and you know stuff like that. And you know, use the hooves for um, for like you know powwow deck, um, dancing decoration. I guess you could say I don't know if any of the viewers know what powwows are. But yeah, um, they use them that, for their regalia and are. stuff. And all right, so uh, powwows are pretty much a it's a celebration of uh, native culture. Um, the the history of it is 
yeah, you could, you could look in for yourself, but it's kind of messed up how they became when they first started. You know, it wasn't about really native culture. It was about, you know, kind of something else, but it became something and natives took a hold of it and it became ours. Um, and uh, it became a celebration and that's what it is now today, you know, celebrating our, who we are, you know, and, and celebrating our culture that what has gone through, you know, every little thing that we have is because of, you know, uh, our people that hidden away, you know, and nowadays we're able to um, express it, you know? Yeah. So um, yeah, that's what, you know, powers are really, really are about celebrating our people's culture and, you know, our heritage and stuff, our dances, you know, our ways, but yeah, that, uh, that native outdoor that's what it's going to be kind of about uh not about powers but about you know natives how we use the whole animal not just you know the, for a trophy you know yeah and um so that's 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 one point of view these all these out big outdoors people they will really want to see and so they collaborated with him and um so they basically um are um they really want to do this and so they're going to what well, my new boss says that he's gonna put put me behind the camera, so I'll probably be going out with them while they hunt and everything. So it's gonna be all all gonna be native on native land and everything. So that's the cool part. So going back to powwow, were you raised into into that like in the powwow uh, traditional way or no? Yeah, yeah, I've I've uh, grew up around powwows. Um, I, I, when I was little, I danced, but as I got older, you know, I was, things happened, you know, life, and uh, I wasn't able to dance, you know, uh, because of certain issues that, you know, happened, um, but, you know, I was always raised around powwows, I always went to powwows, you know, my mom was, she became, like, kind of a big name in, in the power world, uh, we would travel everywhere, um, yeah. we would, um, always go to uh like fort hall or you know go to powers out here in oklahoma um a lot of them were around california um yeah pretty much we um i grew up around powers a lot and i saw a lot of people on the power trail so and yeah so i think it's my mom you know she really kind of pushed me out there and everything and yeah family that are like um, always on a power trail and you know everything like that my brother he's a real good dancer you know a chicken dancer and um he he's probably one of the best that i've seen he, he could really get down i mean that's one person that if you want to learn chicken is my brother dennis james Nemequia. yeah give him a shout out damn so what kind of style did you dance? Well, when I was younger, I, uh, I danced grass. Of course, that's like, you know, it, what kind of a lot of people start out, you know, and I danced until I was like eh, 12, mm-hmm. about 12 maybe. And then then my outfit uh, disappeared. Um, and then uh, I learned chicken. I learned to dance chicken, and but I really, really wanted to dance uh, traditional. That was that was the main thing I really wanted to. I just it was just hard getting everything together. So do you dance? So, I know I dance chicken though. So. 
So when dancing, did, oh, you, yeah. did you do singing too or no? Singing, um, not really. Um, I everybody can, that's listening, uh, Joshua for, Boyd. I sing on my own, but. Yeah. Huh? Because uh, everybody that's listening right now, Joshua Lee Boyd here, he has a voice. He has the voice of an angel. Ain't that right, Joshua <laughs> Lee Boyd? Uh, maybe. Depending on what kind of angel. <laughs> and he's like the missing member of uh, of Backstreet Boys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Or Boys to Men. Yeah, that's what I'm about to say. <laughs> Dang, boys, I mean. Oh, Can you yeah. sing us a song? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of song? I know, man. Fuck. Do it. Just do it, man. Boys, and men song? Yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> do it, dude. Oh, Actually, boys, maybe. I don't know. Oh, man, let's hurry up and do it. Shit. Let me see. Damn, damn, Rob. Push me toward this. All right, uh, Backstreet Boys. Let's see. Um, show me the meaning of being lonely. Boom, boom, boom. That's all I got. <laughs> oh, brother, this guy stinks. <laughs> Josh. <laughs> 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 You're uh, waiting for that one. <laughs> I got this button. Right <laughs> I got this button on standby. No, but yeah, Josh. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't know that you knew how to sing and do like the dances and stuff. I never heard that before. Because yeah, I, yeah, I knew. I knew well, you I mean, talked about it no, a little bit about you, it, your your stuff. You remember not memorabilia, but your uh, how would you say your. The the um, traditional clothing that you had was uh, missing, but I didn't know that you. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't missing. Yeah, yeah, sucks. I would have been. I probably would have been still dancing if it hadn't gone missing. But you know, it happens. It happens. But you know, things happen for a reason. But you know, but uh. Yeah, uh, yeah, brother Dukon. He um, he's one who he's the one who really pushed me to dance chicken, and he's the one who actually you know really taught me. Mm-hmm. You know, and I remember him teaching me, and like uh, that one day that I got it. You know, like he's like he was like he was proud, and I'm like, damn man, you know. And I still I still could dance, you know, because of him. But I mean, I I I do have um, a bustle, you know. But I don't have the whole outfit, you know. Still trying to get stuff together, but no, that'll be in the works in the future. Yeah, yeah. Did you dance with uh, Jackson too? Uh, no, Jackson. Didn't dance uh, Jackson. How do you Jackson, say his last Rolling name? Thunder. Takuha. Nunez. Tahuka. 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 Yeah. 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 Shout out to Jackson yeah. all the way in Canada. Really? You should get him on the phone. Jackson? Yeah. Oh, he's probably teaching a class right now. Fuck sakes, man. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. So, Josh, like, what's So, the, yeah, man. What, what were you going to say? Well, what were you going to say? I was waiting for your question. Oh, I was going to say, uh, so, what, like, traditional and, like, 
like um like right now like what you're doing your journey of doing becoming the uh bigger video photographer man do you like what are your plans mm -hmm. like for the future what do you see yourself in the next 10 or five years from now of doing what you're doing next or five next or five ten years from now mm. or what do you see yourself next year to say say like that mm. All right. So next year, I see myself um, growing, growing in the field of you know multimedia. Uh, I see myself uh, doing things that you know that I've always wanted to do with film, with cameras. Um, I can you know within yeah within the next five years, I see myself you know really traveling and really like perfecting my craft and my art, you know and. Um, I, I see that, you know, and that's one thing that I'm striving to do and um, to be, you know, as a um, video artist, I guess you could say. Um, that's This is uh, something, it was something I always dreamed of since I was a kid and I'm going for it. You know, it's one thing that I really want to do and, you know, and um, if it's even, it's even by music videos, I mean, I, I love making music videos and, I love shooting them. You know, I love going out and, you know, a lot of, a lot of times, you know, um, when we get done with shots, you know, like, uh, especially what, you know, Sav God kind of was taught me. He was like, you know, you always reward yourself. And that's what he did. He rewarded, <laughs> rewarded us. We went to a place called uh, Dragon West. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh man, it was a crazy night. Damn. So Josh, like, yeah, I know what this whole experience that you're doing and, everything that you're growing and on your journey, man, I hope you like you, you succeed in this field of your work because I know I've worked me with this podcast and you know, I'm putting it out there and meeting new people and uh, talking with people. And it's a scary thing too, a scary, new, scary thing to uh, put yourself out there, especially when you've been comfortable for a long time. So man, I really wish the best of luck with you doing that, man. Because I know for me, like I said, it, it was really a big push from uh shout out to Russell to just actually just do it. And that's what I've been doing for this whole time. And like, I'm anxious and excited to see this podcast grow and you grow too with your, um, with your journey. Because I know you've been having a lot of hard times and times those, that frown turns upside down and yeah. Here we are. We're doing a podcast together. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, this past two years has been um, a cry of a, a downer, you know. Yeah. Lost my mom, you know, Drew Lee Nevaquia Sanders. Um, you know, she was a real big part of my life, you know. Of course, not anybody's you not know, with their mothers, you know. But, you know, my mom was real one of the first people I could go to about prayer. You know, and like she would really, you know, strive, put that into me about, you know, when you have no one's turn, you know, turn to the creator, turn to God, you know, and like um, she put that in my head and, you know, that, um, you know, when she, when she left this world, you know, she left the way she wanted, to be honest, you know, she didn't want to go in pain or anything. And one day, you know, it was her time, you know, she had to cross that river, you know, and like um, for, for one year, I, you know, I was hurting, 
And then just as I was coming out of that hurt, you know, another thing happens, you know, baby mama stuff, you know, uh, divorce type of th- stuff, whatever you want to call it. You know, that happened. Um, you know, that really sunk me in, you know. Yeah. It's like, you know, it was like I was trying to get back up and then suddenly someone comes and just pushes you back down. And yeah, I had to figure out a way to get out of that that funk, you know. Mm. I had to figure a way to get out of that feeling I was feeling for myself. You know, I was really, really in a world of pain, you know. And, you know, I found it. And, you know, one was, you know, through uh, the creator, you know. I found it through him, you know, prayer. And then the second was, you know, filming, you know, filming. I, I, I've, someone um, told me to, uh, Russell Sun Eagle, um, Pokey Podcast, um, Russ told me to pick up that camera, you know, and start shooting, you know, put your, put your pain into, you know, into your work. And I did, you know, one day I remember I was sitting on, I was laying on the couch and I was just, quiet house you know and i was just just in a funk and all of a sudden the sap god hit me up and he knew i was he, he knew i was wanting to film and he said hey man let's go film and i wasn't gonna do it i was just like uh and i kind of just like i sit there and looked around and i was like you know what i'm gonna go out and film you know that's that's what i'm gonna do you know so I got up, got ready, and I went out, and like he picked me up, and then we went off into like the city, and or and um, and uh, we started shooting films. And through that, I, that pain that I was feeling, that loneliness and stuff, it was gone. Now I felt a you know an urge of you know this is it, you know this is how I'm gonna get over this pain. You know, this what know how Russ what Russ said was you know to pick up that camera and you know put your pain into it, yeah. and you know, that's what I I yeah. do, and that's what I've been doing, and um, yeah, man, that's it's uh that's where I find myself, and that's you know what really also kind of pushed me to really start filming and you know to keep myself busy, mm-hmm. you know, and I, that's that's one thing that I'm really um doing is um. I'm basically working, you know, two jobs, you know, one is, you know, with a casino and one is with uh, here, a, a multimedia company and doing things like this. And, you know, he's pushing for us to have a podcast through his company and he's all these ideas and, you know, he's for it. And, you know, I'm excited about it and I'm, I'm happy that, you know, this is something that I could work on, you know, something I could focus on, you know, and I don't, don't have, you know, time for you know women or anything like that you know i'm i'm pushing my craft you know it's something that i want to do and you know i'm taking care i'm also now a single father again and you know with my 12 uh, year old daughter and you know i bring her with me sometimes on my shoots and stuff and you know we had a uh a test photo shoot uh, a couple of days ago you know with a model an actual model and uh, we had fun, you know, and she was there and she kind of watched and kind of seen how I did things and how, like, you know, was telling the model to turn this way, turn that way, do this, you know. And um, it was fun, you know, and like, um, I, I felt, it feels like alive. I feel like alive, you know, I feel that that emptiness is gone, you know, I have something to work on, something to focus on, you know. 
And uh, that's one thing that, you know, really pushed me was, you know, the, the feelings, you know, I have, yeah. I have with it. Yeah, man, especially with this podcast, you know, I think I explained it on the other episodes, but um, I'll go back there again, uh, recap, like I, it was hard for me to push out this podcast and Russell just told me to do it and I just did it, I just did it and I, it was only like seven minutes, eight minutes, but at least I had to I had my foot in the door to do it and then the next a week came around, Yeah, I'm like, fuck, I gotta do another podcast. And so I just kept on going and kept on being consistent and it's just like, it's not going to stop. And this is what the classic wolf is all about and being an underwolf and being a classic person that, that has these memories to share with others that are feeling down to feeling uh depression and feeling like, you know, they're not, they're, they're not, um, they're not meeting up there to their uh, potential. And for me and, yeah. You, that I bring on like my guests, you know, that are going to be on in the future, and we're it's just a it's an action it's an action right now. We're just taking action, it's taking action in their lives in our field of work, and for me to to um, to interview people, but I don't like the word interview because I think it's it's uh, it's a bad. I don't I don't think yeah I don't think this podcast is an interview I think it's just more of a conversation thing like we're talking and we're laughing and you know shooting yeah. the shit and that's what the podcast is all about but man just like listen to your journey and listening yeah. to you you know being who you are now it's changed it's changed from last year to now it's like it's like the creator put you yeah. on a slingshot and then it's fucking like you're rising Non-stop, man. And I didn't think that, like, to be honest, I didn't think that yep. that would happen. But here you are, man. Dead Capital Productions coming up. Shit. Ain't that right, Josh? Yep. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. I got some shirts I'm making, too, so I'll have to send you one. But yeah, we're going to, I basically, it'll probably be made tomorrow. Um, but yeah, uh, Got some shirts coming out. Well, let me have that dope. shirt that you're wearing now. Shit. No. Huh? What does that say? Uh, what does it say on your shirt? Amer- Joshua Boyd is holding up American his shirt. It says Native American Movement with the flag on it. Looks pretty dope. Yeah. Are you selling that shirt or what? On eBay? This one? Nah, I only made one of this. <laughs> Man, you should make more of those and put... I know, shit. Dead Capital Productions in the back. That would be pretty dope. I mean, I'm just shooting an idea out there, Joshua Lee Boyd. So, Josh, <laughs> yeah. like from now, dude, like, do you feel like being with Sab God? Do you feel he, he's more of a mentor, mentor towards you? <clears throat> that's a good. That's a good question. Um, Yes, yes, and yes, and no. I mean, yeah, more of like a partnership, you know. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it feels like you know. It's almost like he knew what I was going through. He he knew. He even spoke to me about it. He said, "You know, I know what you're going through. You don't want to talk to you know." He's just like, you know, me. It's like if anyone knows, you know, I've gone through this stuff. And he got started telling me about a little bit about his story and everything. You know, it was basically you know same as mine and he says you know you just he's a what what how i you know dealt with it he says you know was really you know basically 
he hustled. You know, he put his pain and all that, those thoughts and everything into his craft, you know, began to mold it into something, you know. And uh, he says, you know, if you need one to talk to, just let me know. And I'm like, all right. And, you know, he really understood where I was coming from. And he understood, you know, what was happening. And, you know, he was really supportive. And, you know, he like, he knew that he had to get me out of the house. And, you know, like, and, um, and now I have all, now I have all, like all this freedom, you know, to do these things and, you know, to, um, to get out there and, you know, start pushing, uh, Minecraft and, you know, stuff like that. Um, so it was more like a, it feels like, it really feels like a partnership, you know, and like, you know, and, you know, he is a little bit of a mentor, you know, you know, the stuff he does and, you know, and like, it really helped me out and, you know, it's freaking awesome. And, you know, I go as far as, you know, you know, the stars is ours, man. Like, he he's got something going on and you know that like he one day some these people are already noticing and you know um but doing his videos man it's uh it's it's a blast like i, I couldn't have it any better and yeah like you know he's pretty much you know is you know a mentor you know so yeah i mean he's uh he's really you know um he's really helped me out mm-hmm. you know Help me with like my, my like stuff in my head and stuff like that, and so you know, he really he's really there and stuff, and you know when he got down to business and you know, really starting to film and, and it's it's just awesome, you know, something that you know it's certain things like that happen every once in a while, you know, when uh, like a partnership or you know just you know when something clicks together, you know, there's only a few things happen and you both rise together and stuff like that, and that's dope. You know, like um, him, and you know, he usually when he rewards us, man, he rewards us. Like, yeah, Dragon West is shit. What is Dragon West? You know what that is? Check that out, Dragon West. Yeah. Can you explain what that is? Ah, uh, someday when you're growing up, Rob. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a, it's a, Okay, I know what it is. Oh yeah, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Josh! Uh, take you there when you get down here. Yeah, I gotta make that trip to Oklahoma, man. It's coming. I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna probably gonna take a helicopter over there and like do a parachute <laughs> to your house. I'll probably make a um, yeah. a round trip to go there, go see Russell, then go to see Duke, go see him in that that igloo, and it's always snowing <laughs> in New York. Hey, a mountain man. <laughs> that Sasquatch is in those woods. Dang. He's taking care of those horses. <laughs> that Amish guy. Dang. Taking care of those, those horses all the time. Ran on that wagon. That little house, little house in the prairie. <laughs> Yeah, farmer. Yep, Josh. Dude, Con Harris is a it's a farmer dude, dude. <laughs> Hillbilly Jim. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, man. Damn it, Josh. <clears throat> so being a 
So being like with the like what we talked about, just recapping like like with you on your journey and being a video video photographer and everything. But I know you've been doing some paintings too. Is that is that something that you um, that that just takes your mind off things of you doing, or it just really? I know it's I know from being an artist. I know painting and drawing and doing stuff is a stress reliever. Is that something that you? that you take in or what yeah yeah um well actually you know um well my family is a line of artists um you know started with uh my grandpa doc tate nevaquia who was a world-renowned artist um he was knighted by the queen of england um in her um what'd you say he was knighted by the queen of england yeah really yeah he was knighted by the queen of england yeah and one of his paintings is in her, I guess you'd call it, I guess you could say palace or wherever she lives. And um, his paintings are in the Masonian. Um, uh, even there's his, some of his stuff is in um, our uh, Commission Nation Museum. Um, he was the first Native American to play in the Carnegie Hall. Uh, he was one of the five to um, revitalize the um, Native American flute. Because back in the day, uh, it was almost completely dead. Yeah. And but um, five him and four other um, natives that you know, got together. I, I believe he went to um, high school, and um, they knew about the flute, and they actually got together and got made workshops. And they he um, him and his uh, those uh, four others. They the reason why they have Native American flutes today is because of those five. My grand, my grandfather was a part of it. Um, he was a very, you know, um, religious man, and you know, in every every part of his life, um, you know, he um, he did. He was he was always in uh, POE meetings, and um, he was also invited by the uh, Emperor of Japan uh, to you know, perform in front of him, and you know, and. Um, he was named a living treasure in the state of Oklahoma. I remember that day, and I was actually there when he was honored. I was a kid. And, oh, um, I was, I had been like six, five or six, somewhere on there. I, I remember, I remember being there and like they, you know, honoring him and everything. You know, and his, his, um, his artwork, his original art pieces are praised for thousands of dollars and you know, like um, he he did a lot with his life. You know, he uh, he was on he was also on the uh, seven hundred club. Um, yeah, let's say in a Christian TV television show. Um, he did a lot of things with his life. Um, but yeah, he um, even had and on the Comanche calendar, he have a, even has his own day. Um, he was a world-renowned artist uh and that kind of you know from my uncles you know from you know uh timothy uh, nevacoya calvert nevacoya my aunt you know um joyce nevacoya or just joyce nevacoya harris um you know and like uh from you know from then not just them you know we've all had artistry in our our blood i guess you could say yeah you know, and it's so it's it's something that had been passed down, as as I can see, and we all have you know um, that gift of art. Mm-hmm. You know, I look at you know my brother Duke. You know, he, he's awesome artist. You know, 
and um he was truly blessed you know and like uh, art just runs through our family even the ones who you don't think they'd be artists and you know, they when they draw you know like it's like wow you could draw you know i mean not from me i already knew but like from other people mm. you know like um it's something that our family has it just has i mean it's one of those things that just you know our family's just been in art you know we've always been in art you know like uh, you can check out my uncle tim timothy nevacoya um on his pages or anything and he's 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 probably the number one artist in oklahoma right now um and probably second to you know is my um my uncle calvert you know he's a really real good artist you know he's he's done murals and he's he's like he is you know you check out his stuff you know it's, it's really really amazing and then and also you know my uncle edmund yeah, you know, Edwin Nevacoya, he 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 did art, you know, he plays the flute, you know, and he's also, you know, kind of following, you know, uh, our grandfather, his father's footsteps, you know, he's uh, journeyed to, you know, China and, you know, uh, played the flute, and, you know, and danced for them like a, uh, like a dance troupe. And he even went to, um, what was it, uh, Afghanistan um, and our, it was Iraq, might have been Iraq. And you know he performed there. You know and he um, he honored some of some of uh, our fallen relatives who you know fought, fell in uh, Iraq. So you know there's a lot of things that our family that you know are is and are doing. You know and uh, and you know I guess the art world. So that's always been a part of us. And it's amazing that you know that that just it just that craft just is being passed on. Man, that's a lot of shit too for like one of your uncles, man. Like to be a uh, treasure in Oklahoma, and to be knighted, yeah, grandfather, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, grandfather. But to be knighted too by the queen, man. That's. I mean, I never. Yeah. I mean, I heard the story when Jackson told me about it, but to actually like to see the to hear the background, man. It's like, fuck, man. This guy it was some guy, man. He was a. He was a. Yeah. I would say a, a, like a, a living legend. Yep, living legend. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. I so we come from a family of artists. So I mean, that's 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 awesome to be part of, you know. And and it's awesome. I tell my girls about it, you know, that you know our family is well known for art, you know, and that's something that they they will probably have, you know, in when they start, you know, um, doing art and you know, have their own. And it's it's just amazing, and you know I, that's about a lot. I love painting; it does get my mind off things. Um, you know that's what's one thing that you know when when I paint, you know I sometimes I put my um, my thoughts and feelings into it. You know, it kind of dissipates after a while, and you know and, uh, I've been working with oils lately, and I found I I I love it. You know, I love I was doing acrylics at first, and then I started with oils, and I found that I like the texture of it, you know, and like, um, and I have, I've been doing paintings for a while and, you know, it's making traction, um, you know, and I'm, um, it's hard, I guess, if I'm talking about selling it, the only reason why it'd be hard because I like the painting so much and, you know, I don't want to get rid of it. It's just, you know, it's not just something for me to sell. It's something, you know, that I just love doing and, I will go back to that painting and just look at it and think, dang, man, I created that. And it's awesome. You know, it's, it's wonderful. 
you know, but I know sometimes stuff has to be shared. Is that throughout the, the world? Uh, is that the painting on um at the uh, social distance powwow that you're talking about, or is that yeah, yeah, all yeah, painting yeah. that you're doing? Yeah, yeah that's a painting that you know, I I just got done doing. Um, very, I, I just I, I I came from pure feelings for me. Um, I was I was feeling really when I first started. I was feeling really, really, really down and. I couldn't paint it at first, and I'm like, ah. Oh. I stopped for a second, and then you know, I just had to really collect myself after like a week or two. Then I got back on it, and you know, and it became. I let my feelings kind of you know go into it, and you could just kind of see, you know, see it, you know. It's uh, more of an like the abstract side, but you know, you could feel the feelings that I put into it. Mm. So yeah. Yeah, with me, with the with painting, I only did one piece, and that's here, but I never posted it or anything because I'm still working on it. But I'd done that painting or started that painting like four years ago and never finished it. And it's just like, um, like for me, uh, like I explained in the, I explained to Dukon, like, like I, I just got in my head, like, nobody's not going to buy this, nobody's not going to want this or what or doesn't like the art that I'm doing because it's not traditional. It's not Native American art. My art is like more like a comic book style. And what I explained to James too, James is like, you know, you just got to keep going. You got to get out of your mindset of thinking like that because there's so much potential there. And especially with my professors telling me that there is a lot of potential. You just have to keep doing it and working at it and building your craft and building your skills because my style is basically unique it's more of realism and comic book mixed together and that's what it is and with this podcast like i say again it's uh all my all my covers that i do is basically me and it's basically pushing me to put my art out there because i know i couldn't do it like post to my artwork like just one piece at a time i have to it has to be a meaning behind it and especially with something that i'm talking about um during the episode like with it here with joshua boyd uh he is doing his artwork from his from his heart and soul and he's putting it out there but he's saying like uh he doesn't want to sell it because it means too much to him and for me uh doing that with art and posting up my uh my covers you know i want to do it because not because i have to it's because i want to put myself out there towards you guys that are listening to uh, yeah. express myself and every episode like right now with the my good friend here joshua lee board but with josh man like going back with the whole uh video not videographing but when me me and you first met i remember seeing you like I didn't know who you were because you always wore a beanie too. You always wore your your baseball cap to the side and had that white um, that white uh, sweater that you always used to go to go to the dances with. Anyway. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we used to dance around and over that sweater. Best to, whatever. Yeah, you used to have that navy blue shirt and black pants and walk around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dang. Yeah, and then like we used to go 
play basketball. And do we have any classes together? or no. Um, no, um, do we have any classes together? No, we had uh, we had a digital media. Oh yeah, digital media. Yeah, yeah I, remember I remember that. Yeah, I remember that class. I remember that you did something like a. I forgot what you did in that class. I know it was like the uh, something that we had to express ourselves or something like that through. Uh, I tell us, tell the teacher or the professor about ourselves and do it like in a slideshow thing. And I know you used to make those um, videos too on YouTube. Those uh, was it that Power Ranger one? Is that is that? Oh yeah, <laughs> that's all on there. Yeah. Because I remember, I remember uh, what's his name? Uh, Chad was playing some crazy music. And I was just like, I was trying to work too. And I couldn't work because that music was just so loud. And I'm like, oh man, I couldn't focus. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make a video. So I kind of, you know, kind of just uh, rested for a little bit. And I made that little video. <laughs> oh, that was stupid. Yeah, I remember Chad used to <clears throat> play Michael Jackson all the time. Probably maybe that was what you were hearing. <laughs> I don't know. It was some weird music. It's, look at the video; you can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I forgot the video was called. I don't, I don't remember it. I know. I'm bad. Yeah. Was that like one of the starting areas of you wanting to become a uh, videographer and making films or short films like that? Because I because I know at one time when you asked me to do a film with you, remember? It was something about IA or something like that. And uh, you had to go outside and make, have that tumbleweed out there. <laughs> yeah. Keeping a gangster or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Keeping a gangster. Oh, something like something. that. Yeah. yeah. We made like a short film. I don't know if it's yeah. on YouTube, but. Yeah. Oh, the one. It's on there. Both of them. I wanted to. Yeah, I remember that one. Um, what's that one video called? Uh the the new guy in college. The, the new guy in college. Yeah, yeah. You were the star of that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, that, that I, I, I cut that out. I don't want people to well, go watch it. Maybe people will probably watch it right now. <laughs> but yeah, you should put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You see my sweater too. <laughs> yeah, you see that white sweater that I'm talking about on that. Damn it, Josh. Yeah, and uh, for for the viewers, Natani Means is on there too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, post, that, post that to Natani if you guys yeah. get a chance. Some heavy hitters. And Chad, yeah, Chad. Chad. Damn, all the games are there. Yeah, Chad's on there. Watch it. I'm on there. And mm. I don't think uh, all my roommates on there. Mm. Shane, shout out. Shout out to all those guys. Chad, Natani. Uh, who else is on there? Uh, Gus Gus. Um, shout out to that dude. Uh, Sean. Oh, that's what I said. Gus Gus. Remember we used to call him that? Oh, Gus Gus. Oh, shit. Yeah. I thought, I thought you called Russ Gus Gus. I don't know. No, Russ was Russ Russ. <laughs> Russ. Just Russ. Just Russell or Levi. Big Sexy. I don't know. <laughs> Or sexual beast. Mm, I don't know. We have, we have so much names for him. Big okay. Daddy Smurf, baby. <laughs> Big Diesel Thick or Indian Thick. Or, yeah. <laughs> thick Indian. 
my dude man like <laughs> <laughs> yeah i remember that video man like because uh, yeah. I, I was just like hearing you talk about it right now it's like man like i remember those memories when you we used to like go outside yeah go outside and film something and talk about it later and just laugh about it because it'll be posted online and that one video that uh that you did with uh <laughs> daryl remember that one video when it was me which one when it was me um gus gus again natani uh uh that mm. he, did, he took that one um clip off of uh goonies something oh I'm a yeah, st- I'm, a yeah. Man. I'm a strap uh, man Boogie down in Santa Fe. Yeah. Yeah. Boogie down in Santa Fe. Damn. I remember that. I just remember that one. Damn. That was a good one. (laughs) Yeah, I remember I used to break dance. I break dance on that that video. So if you guys want to see me break dance, uh, I'm on that video. So go watch it right now. Just kidding. Oh. Down the Santa Fe. Damn, remember that one time when we went to the club and damn, uh, we're all dancing and like there was all these break dancers starting dancing. And I remember looked at you like, Rob, get in there. You're like, no. I'm like, Rob, get in there. You want know to dance, boy? And we're like, no. And, <laughs> and, we, and then also, the Tony's like, yeah, Rob, come on, get out there. And then, then you go out there and you start doing your popping like a robot. And I remember I was like, oh. And all these people try to try to battle you, and then you just beat the crap out of them with your dang Damn right. robot. Damn right, man. And, uh, and I remember that uh, what song was that came on? Uh, that Beyonce song that uh, that put a ring on it, or all you single ladies, or some. Oh shit. yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, yeah, that uh, that came on, and uh, you didn't want to dance to that. I'm like Rob, you could do it. And man, you did it, and damn, like everyone started going nuts. All those girls and everything. I was like, damn, and damn, man, you had that night. Damn right. Rob damn. was the king that night, man. I know. I was a suavecito back then, man. Fucking <laughs> all the babes. Damn, that was that was dope. Mm-hmm. That was dope. Well, <laughs> I forgot about that night, man, because uh, I remember I used to have a transformer uh, jacket. And I went out there, and I remember you. Somebody pushed me in the in the middle of the the circle, and I guess like I just like I don't know. It was a, it was a feeling that I couldn't control, and I just had to dance. So that's what I did, and here we are, man, talking about it. That legendary night. Remember outside that we saw that fight outside mm-hmm. with those two girls. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Damn, I forgot about that too. Oh shit. Damn, that was crazy. Damn, Rob. I don't. I think it's that on my. <laughs> I think it's on my. Um, I don't think. I think uh, it's on Russell's page, um, on Facebook with that picture with all of us. Remember, all of us yeah. were all gathered in that picture. That was that night. Oh yeah, or with his yeah, sister. Yeah, the UV nightclub. Yeah, I remember that. Damn, we gotta look at that again. Oh. Damn right. Certified badass. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was a crazy night. Damn. Crazy memories that I just thought of just talking with you right now. Damn you, Josh. Damn, Damn you for making me fall in love with you. <laughs> Anyways. 
So, <laughs> so Josh, like right now, dude. Um, you know, I always go deep on my episodes and everything like that. I just want to say, like, uh, thank you for being my friend and thank you for being on the show and expressing yourself towards me and expressing expressing yourself, especially to my listeners, because my listeners, it's like getting to know you and getting to know your journey right now and a lot of episodes with you in the future, man. And man, like, I just want to say like, good luck and I hope you make it and I hope you find a better, um, a better, a better place of a better place for you later on in the future, because I know you're, you're on the right track, man. You're on the right track of being something and being an inspirational person towards others and people that want to want to do something. You just got to do it. Yeah. So what do you say, yeah, Josh? Man. Yeah, that's what, uh, go see you on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you going to do? Uh, so Josh, like what the, like what the stuff that you're doing now, um, do you have any, any uh, tips for people that are just barely starting out that want to do videotography or want to become a, a photographer? Do you have anything that you would like to share with them? Yeah, yeah, do. Um, one thing that as a vid- videographer and or filmmaker, photography, however you know you want to call yourself, go about it. Thing I could say is you know don't don't give up and if no one else believes in you you know even if you don't believe in yourself keep pushing you know because you know my my ex-wife did not believe in me whatsoever you know and it almost made me not believe in myself you know like um and now I know I find myself you know getting a lot of clout getting a lot of you know people asking me to do their videos you know and it, you know it's only it's only up from there um don't give up um don't uh don't give in to um that feeling of um i guess failure um you know everybody fails everybody you know there's not been a successful person that hasn't failed you know it's up to you to get back up and you know to do these things you know if you're out there uh shooting little videos man come up with ideas just you know put them and put them on film you know, put them on paper and film. Um, don't let no one tell you, you know, who you are. Don't let no one, you know, try to down you because, you know, of you wanting to be a filmmaker. No, that just keep going. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one thing that I've learned doing this. And if no one else believes in you, you know, even if you don't believe in yourself, you know, just keep going. You know, because then eventually, you know, once you start getting um, traction, all that feeling is like, wow, you know, you you've uh you're doing it you know and i don't feel like somebody right now like i don't at all and i'm not trying to you know be all that and stuff I, i'm just protecting i am just perfecting my craft you know and everything that i do you know i'm there's still stuff i need to do there's still stuff I, i'm still trying to do um and you know I, i'm not i am not you know i'm not gonna act like i'm the best person i'm not gonna act like i'm you know um better than anybody than everybody or anybody um you know i know that um i still have a long long way to go but it's only up from here you know keep going keep perfecting your craft um 
you know, do your best not to give up. Don't let, you know, all those little voices and people tell you, you know, that you're a failure. Um, keep doing it. Um, just don't, don't give into any of that bullshit. And um, just uh, also, you know, put God first on everything that you do. Um, that's what I do. You know, a lot of, a lot of times, you know, when I'm, feel like, you know, nothing's going right, you know, I have to say a prayer, you know, if regardless if you believe or not, you know, like that helps, you know, so don't, don't give up. Don't, um, you're always going to come up to a point where you kind of doubt yourself. Yeah. That's just every artist has that. You're always going to have that doubt, you know, but it's up to you to go against that doubt to, um, to rise above it you know, and work on your craft and do it, you know, and learn these different things, you know. So my thing is, is you know, to keep going, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm not stopping. You know, I, I'm not nobody. You know, I'm not a, um, you know, I'm not looking to be famous or anything. I, I'm looking to do this because I love it, you know, because I love what I do. I, I love filming, you know, it's something I just I always have loved. So, you know, you have that love, you know, go for it, you know, do it and believe in yourself. You know, if, you, if no one else believes in you, man, believe in yourself, believe in your craft, you know, believe in everything that you're going to do that you want to do. Yeah. You know, a lot of people will pass you up on certain things. So will pass you up on your ideas, you know, and in the end, once your idea starts going and you start making up there, they're the ones who are going to miss out. They're the ones who are gonna be look at you like, dang, you know, he's he's doing it. And he's he actually did something. He's actually creating something, you know, like dang, you know. So I mean, by all means, I'm I'm not, you know, um anyone, you know, I'm I'm still perfecting myself and that's what I'm 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 doing. And if I have to share this with you, man, you know, keep going. Yeah. No matter, regardless what anyone says, you know, if your best friend says you can't do it, screw them. You know, if your wife says doubt you and and if they, you know, don't believe in what you're doing, screw them. You know, because yeah. only up from here, you know, stay with your craft. You know, if you look at history, every artist, they always have these doubts. You know, all these artists, you know, you know they didn't come big until either they passed or, you know, until... You know, until later on in life or until they perfected everything, you know, so you got to keep going. That's, that's my take on that, you know. Damn. That's a lot of great knowledge and a lot of wisdom from you, Josh. And, uh, yeah, we're about to wrap it up, man. Like, but I want to say thank you again, man, for coming on the show. And do you have anything that you want to plug on to the show, man? Oh, yeah. Um, these visits, uh, my various pages, you know, is rap uh, dead capital productions uh i'm on uh, instagram and on facebook um you could uh inbox me joshua lee never quit boyd um on both instagram and you know facebook um shout out to uh sap god you know for being there for me and you know doing videos for him and everything like that shout out to everett moore you know man you're the man you're the more more multimedia freaking Haas, you know, he's teaching me one or two things. And, you know, that's one thing that, you know, I'm going to shout out to and give a shout out to my uncle, Tim, Timothy Nevaquia. Shout out to my uncle, 
Cowboy Nevacoy, my aunt, uh, Joyce Nevacoy Harris. Shout out to Dukon Harris, uh, Russell Sun Eagle. You know, um, a shout out to my kids, you know, everything. So, and shout out to uh, our shout good out to friend, Rob Jackson. Okay. Levi Boynty. Oh, you're listening. <clears throat> our towel boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, that was a good Levi. <laughs> It was a good show, man. A good experience to hear you and do good, you know, for yourself to spread your knowledge, especially towards my listeners and express yourself, like I said, man. But I'm going to wrap this show up, man. It's much love to everybody that's out there. Uh, Keep doing, perfecting your craft, and much love to you guys. Stay safe and uh, support your friends. 